0: talking about how the fruit or the product of God's spirit controlling our lives is patience or forbearance. This patience that God gives is born in and through our daily relationship with him. <clears throat> daily we must let him control. Daily we must ask his spirit to fill us and enable us. Now, how do we how do we show forth patience? We do it first by waiting on the Lord. You see, our lack of patience comes when God is seeking to work in us and we do not wait for him. We run ahead of him. We're much like the little boy who had lost patience with God and prayed, Ain't Stella isn't married yet. Uncle Hubert hasn't got a job. Daddy's hair is still falling out. I'm tired of saying prayers for this family without getting any results. Well I think we all probably feel that way sometimes. But the Bible reminds us in Psalm 37, wait patiently for, for the Lord. Psalm 27:14 says, wait on the Lord. We're like children who are in a hurry and we want to pick the half-right fruit rather than wait until the harvest. But God knows, like the little boy who got the apples when they were still green and ate them and was terribly sick at his stomach. That's what happens to us, that when we run ahead of God, we don't have the patience to wait on him and give him time to do what he wants to do, then we get sick. Therefore, the Lord therefore will the Lord wait that he may be gracious unto you. Someone called it God's delayed blessings department. In waiting on him, we lose no strength. But the Bible says, those who wait on the Lord shall mount up with wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. We need to learn to rest and wait in him. Also, the patience of Christ should be our action toward other people. You see, patience and long-suffering in daily relationships, in our homes particularly, that's the hardest place. You see, everywhere we go, in work or school, or places like that, we usually have our best face on. But when we come home, there has to be some place where we can just relax and just be ourselves and let it all hang out. But at the same time, we have to be careful. We have to realize... That doesn't mean that we can be angry or we can be hateful or we can be selfish. And we have to let Christ live through us there, too. And when there are interruptions and when there are problems, we have to trust him. We have to be patient with those who hurt us because Jesus said we're to love our enemies and pray for them and do good to them. And patience is is one of the most difficult things for me. And... It's easy to complain, it's easy to get angry, it's easy to run ahead of God, but patience makes a difference. Uh, Lord, change me, change you in this area of our patience by filling us with your spirit. Then another thing he says is characteristic of the believer who's filled with the spirit is goodness. You see, God wants us to be good. Many of us want to be great or famous or rich or well-known are successful, but God just wants us to be good. He's interested in us being good. A lot of folks think it's old-fashioned to want to be good. Sadly, we throw the word good around easily. We say, oh, he's a good person. She's a good gal. They're great folks. They're good, but most people aren't good. The Bible says none of us is good. No, not even one. We're all sinners, and the Bible is very clear about that. There's none righteous, no, not one. That no, There's none that does good, no, not one, Romans 3 tells us. And so we need to be careful to realize that true goodness, real goodness, the kind of goodness that God wants is a product of his Holy Spirit controlling our lives and living through us. And the scripture says that only comes from God. We can't produce that. We can't, we can't make that work in our lives. And... Uh, Who is good then? Well, the world's view is a lot of people, but God says those who put their trust in him. And God himself is good. We've been talking about that in the sermons lately as the pastor's been bringing and talking about the fact that God is good. What God says is good and what God does is good. And what God gives is good. Every good and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights in whom there is no variableness or shadow of turning. You see, the Bible says that we're not good, but God is. All of us uh, have are unclean, and all of us have unrighteous deeds, but Jesus forgives us, and the Bible says that's when we become good, when, when that happens. Do you remember the rich young man that came to Jesus, and, and he said to Jesus, what do I have to do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus uh, talked to him and and he talked about all the things that we he called him good master and jesus said why do you call me good there's only one who's really good and that's god in other words don't throw that word around it belongs to god and it belongs to those people who have really trusted christ to control their lives and to enable them and to fill their lives with himself so if only god is good how can we be good Well, God must produce this good in us once again. This is the fruit of the Spirit. You see, love and joy and peace and patience and goodness, we can't produce that. We can try until we die trying, but it will not work. I can't be good because I try to be good. Now, by the world's standard I might be, but not by God's standard. I have to, the kind of good God's looking for can only be produced by his Spirit, And I have to come to understand that his purpose in my life is that he might bring other people to know him through me. And that's why he says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. In other words, they see you, but really they see God in you because you're doing good God's way. You're letting God shine through you the right way. You're letting your life be an instrument of his glory. And that's what God's power does too. God's power works out what God has already worked into our lives. And an example of this is Barnabas. The Bible says in Acts 11 about Barnabas, he was a good man of full and full of the Holy Spirit. Why does God say he was good? Because he was full of the Holy Spirit. Can it be said of you? She's a good woman and full of the Holy Spirit, or you're a good man and full of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that we should pray for God to fulfill every desire for goodness in and through us. That's 2 Thessalonians 1 11. For God wants to produce his good through us, showing others what he is really like. And as we allow him to do that, what a difference it makes in the lives of the people around us and in our own life. And how it shows forth his power. Today you can be a good person. How? By letting Jesus live through your life. And that goodness will be attractive. You see, true goodness is attractive. Real goodness draws people. Real goodness speaks to people's hearts. Real goodness touches people at their innermost being. So today, say, Jesus, be good through me. Show forth your goodness in my relationships, my activities, and everything I do. God bless you. Have a great day. We done.